This is that guy, Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Listen, it's the NFL playoff weekend, folks. It's the week after. Wild card was crazy. It was literally bonkers. Dallas, I'm sorry, it sucks to suck. But this shit, hey, listen, at this point, I can't, I can't listen to you. I can't. If you're a Dallas Cowboy fan at this point, I'm just I I just look at you different. I don't know why. I don't hate you, but I hate you. Because you force me to listen to this crap every single year. And you do it every single year. And you know what's really wild? What's truly wild about this whole thing is, is like I know people who truly hate the Cowboys, and they like low-key was rooting for them this year. Like they were low-key rooting for the Cowboys. I know people who have never watched sports before. They were like, you know who I'd like to see win? The Cowboys. It's their, it's their time. And you know what I said? <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Why not? It is their time, right? <laughs> Let them get one. And then you shit down your leg, dude. And you, and you know what's even... like This is what's so crazy. Even as you were just profusely just shitting down your leg, I still thought there was hope. I still thought, I'm not even a fan. And I thought you had a chance to come back, dude. This is ridiculous. I can't listen to it. I cannot listen to it. Now we're in a divisional round of the cow of, 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 of the Green Bay Packers at the 49ers instead of the Dallas Cowboys at the 49ers. Y- y- I listened to a big-ass glehemoth of a man on his own podcast talk about why why the Cowboys are good, why they're different, why why they're going to do this, and why they, they... This is terrible. We cannot keep doing this to ourselves as football fans. For next year, I don't even know if we even recognize that Dallas has a team. Until we actually start to see some type of result... Mike McCarthy's one in three in the playoffs. Dak Prescott, I mean, go get Tony Romo out the booth. I mean, at this point, Dak, I mean, Dez didn't catch it. I mean, this franchise just can't get over its own cock. And then and then it whips it out, and it's just like, oh, that's it? You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's it? Like, I, th- I thought we had a little, I thought, <laughs> look, I mean, pause here, but yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought we were looking for something here. This is ridiculous. Moving on, man. Moving on. The Dallas Cowboys suck. And listen, if you're a fan, it sucks to suck. But you did this to yourself. You did this to yourself. Dak Prescott, maybe next year you should put that hat on. Maybe next year put the hat on. Unfucking believable. But at any rate, the Texans did it. CJ Stroud did it, didn't he? Look at CJ. Look at CJ. Hey. I ain't think CJ had a chance in hell. I said it. I said it. But they did it. The Houston Texans might be kind of dangerous in the sense of like, huh, they got something down there. You know what I mean? Like when you look at the Texans, you don't really look at them as like a Cinderella team. Because all year they've been balling. Only thing they're missing right now is health. 
if a healthy Tank Dell was playing, this is this would be a very interesting ball game. It's still going. We we gonna break it down. Chiefs and Bills, Dolphins. I mean, I've already got on their head once. I'm not gonna do it again. But the Bills did it. The Bills are in it. No excuse this time. The Bucks. Did you see the Bucks? Hey, hey. What I tell you? Hey, what I tell you? I said what? If A.J. Brown doesn't play, this will be an upset. I'm telling you guys, the Eagles aren't as good as they advertise. That tush push shit, that's all, that's all a cover-up. It, listen, it's a beautiful fragrance to cover a stinky fart. Because that's what that offense truly is, a stinky fart. And that's what A.J. Brown is for them. A.J. Brown is the, is the, uh, is the, uh, is the car air freshener. The black ice tree. That's what AJ Brown is. He's that. He's that scent that's just strong and good. No matter what was in that car, if you put that black ice air freshener above that damn rearview mirror, you know for at least the first forty-five seconds of that shit hitting the air, you are good. You aren't gonna smell nothing. And that's what AJ Brown is, man. He's black ice air freshener. He's good. But here we are, guys. Here we are. And listen, I'm gonna start it off a little. I'm gonna start it off a little different, guys. I'm gonna start with this Green Bay 49ers game. Love is leading the way, guys. <laughs> listen to me. Love is leading the way. And I think with the way this, if you look at how the, the Green Bay Packers defense was able to get get a hold of Dak was able to really just shut that offense down of Dallas. It really was a lot – a couple – the first half was some self-inflicted humbug. I don't know what was really going on, but it was some humbug. But Green Bay versus the 49ers, man, I'm telling you, the way this offense for Green Bay is, I don't expect Aaron Jones to go off like he did, but these receivers, man, they good. These receivers and Green Bay are very good, man. And the crazy thing about that whole game, Jaden Reed didn't even do nothing. So Jaden Reed is going to be a key part for this game versus the 49ers. And for me, the thing about it is the key for me against the 49ers for Green Bay and for the Texans against the Ravens is fast starts. They got to get these dudes in holes. Listen to me. If they're able to, if they, especially the Packers, because the Packers know how to play football, man. This game that they playing is a little different than the Texans game because of this point right here. That 49ers defense is wildly good. Wildly good. They secondary, the 49ers secondary is a better, to me, is a better hole than that Ravens secondary. That Ravens secondary has been tested. That 49ers secondary is pretty locked down, especially with that pass rush. So if they are able to keep love afloat and let these receivers get open, because in today's NFL, everybody's getting open. You know what I mean? You give these receivers three, four seconds, two, three, four seconds, it's over. They're getting open because you can't touch nobody. You can't jam nobody. You can't hold nobody. You can't get rough with nobody. So they're going to get open. Like, I mean, it's just if they, can, if they keep the pass rush off Jordan Love, it's going to get very interesting for the 49ers just because this game right here is what I've been saying. Is this the game where we start looking around like, hey, this you know this Brock you know you know this Brock Purdy story is great, it's beautiful, 
But I think it's about time we, you know, we spend some money and get a draft pick. Because I'm telling you, Brock Purdy is the Achilles heel of this offense. Just like most offenses with the quarterback, I get it, but this one is especially vulnerable. When Brock Purdy has bad games, the 49ers do not play well, and he's had some time off. I'm telling you, man, if the Green Bay Packers are able to jump on the 49ers early, if they're able to do it early, it's going to get interesting. Because once you start creeping to that second half, shit gets interesting. Once you're down by two possessions in the second half, it gets very, very fucking interesting. Especially for the Packers and the Texans. Because the Texans, especially with the Texans, because if the Texans get up on the Ravens, the Ravens have been off of playing football for almost a month. It's been almost a month since Lamar Jackson has played in an actual football game. So if the Ravens get down by a couple of scores early, this is going to be a problem. Because you got to understand, though these are supreme, supreme elite prime athletes, they're rusty. There's going to be some rust. There's going to be some some fatigue. There's going to be some there's going to be some timing issues. The Texans just played last week. The Packers just played last week. The the Ravens and the 49ers have not played. The 49 especially the Ravens. Lamar Jackson has not played since December 31st. So it's been a very long time since he's even, you know, laced them up to play against the team. This Texans team is playing with house money. They have nothing to lose. They have nothing to lose. They're not even supposed to be here. Like, you're not even supposed to be here right now. And that's what's so scary about a team like the Houston Texans. They're just doing this because they can. There's no pressure. This is a first-year coach. This is a first-year quarterback. This team has just now gotten together. They haven't even jailed yet. They haven't even had a sleepover yet, man. If we're being honest... They have not even had a legit sleepover. They probably barely just now added each other on Call of Duty. What I'm telling you is this team is very, very young. They're just now getting to know each other. And you're already in the divisional rounds. Playing against a team that is a superior team nonetheless. This is fact. The Ravens are a superior team. They are at home. This is what Disney movies are made out of. This is why Disney exists. So we get movies like this. The Texans go into Baltimore and shock the Ravens. The Ravens haven't played in four weeks, folks. That's huge. That's huge. Though you get healthy, Mark Andrews ain't playing. Isaiah Likely, okay. Let's see what you can do, buddy. He's been balling. Zay Flowers has been balling. Outside of that, where, where where is this receiving coming from? Odell? Odell might get behind the defense every now and again. He might hit you with a thriller dance every now and again. Some cool-ass fucking end zone dance. I'm telling you, this game, it smells disastrous. Lamar Jackson, first game. They're going to keep him in the box. The Texans have linebackers that can run. Will Anderson can move around, folks. You're going to see very early what they, if they respect the Ravens. 
you're going to see it very early if they respect the Ravens receivers. If they come out with no safety help, that means they're telling you we're lining up man across the board and we're going to play Lamar. We're going to stop Lamar and then the rest of you guys, hey, we'll deal with it. You're going to know very early in that game because I'm telling you, if that's how they come out, watch the hell out. The Texans are coming out with a different swagger. The Texans are coming out with a different swagger. I want Lamar Jackson to be great. I want him to be great. But listen to me. I'm going to be the first one to tell you when they signed these receivers, when they signed Odell, when they signed Nelson Aguilar, when they signed, uh, when they brought back Devin Duvernay, when they drafted Rashad Bateman, I was a fan. When they got Zay Flowers, I was ecstatic. But I'm talking about these other four. When they got these other four, I was the guy saying, Lamar's going to do it. This is a group of wide receivers. Man, this is a shitty group of wide receivers. Do not make any... Listen to me. Don't let them fool you. We will... No. We will not let this go unsaid. This is a terrible group of wide receivers Lamar Jackson has made good. Todd Munkin has done a great job as an offensive coordinator putting these guys in position to pretty much open up windows for Zay Flowers. If they had Mark Andrews, I would give it a little bit more credit. But let me tell you something. Do not make any do not confuse do not confuse with playing with a great quarterback with being good. Please. Let's get this understood. Let's not confuse playing with a great quarterback from being good. The Ravens receivers are playing with a great quarterback. They are not good. Odell Beckham is past his prime. He's not good. Zay Flowers, I'll give you Zay Flowers all day and twice on Sundays, man. I like the cut of that guy's jib. And if you want to argue me with with the Ravens receivers, I mean, we can argue all day. There's two receivers over 500 yards other than Zay Flowers. His name is Odell Beckham, and the other one's name is Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, ladies and gentlemen, missed seven games. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Odell Beckham has three touchdowns. Do you understand what I'm telling you? I'm telling you, don't let these don't let these NFL analysts, don't let them lie to you. The facts are in the pudding. The facts are in the pudding. The proof. The proofs get you a scoop of it. It's tasty. Let me tell you something. Right now, as it stands... As it currently stands, the Texans wide receivers are better than the Ravens wide receivers. You want to talk about it? Nico Collins has 1,200 yards receiving. Tank Dale has 700 yards receiving. Tank Dale has missed six games. Dalton Schultz has 600 yards receiving. Dalton Schultz missed a couple of games. Noah Brown, ladies and gentlemen, has 567 yards receiving. Do not tell me the Baltimore Ravens have good receivers. They have a great quarterback. I rest my case. And that is why they are in trouble. Because in the playoffs, they are going to key in on that shit. Believe me if you want. But all I'm saying is, if you're a betting man, take that spread. <laughs> Take that spread. Moving on. Green Bay 49ers, we've already talked about it. On this game, I do like the 49ers at home. Too much McCaffrey, too much Debo. 
They can take away Ayuk. They can they they might be able to take away Debo. Maybe it's just too many weapons. 49ers, they're a blessed team with all these weapons. I'm just saying in the sense of maybe it's time that we start investing in more in more of a uh uh efficient driver. Brock Purdy would be a great backup. Moving on, Bucks and Lions. This is the game that I'm starting with because Baker's Bakery. We're going to Baker's Bakery. Baker's about to bake the hell out the Lions. I'm telling you. The Detroit Lions story ends now. They got the first win in 39 years. Congratulations. The drought is over. High five. Good job. Party in the streets of Detroit. It's over. This Detroit defense is not equipped to stop this offense. Listen, keep in mind, as the Buccaneers were beating the living hell out of the, out of the Eagles, as they were just beating them from head to toe, from head to toe, Remember, Mike Evans dropped a touchdown. So they could have scored more points. They had a couple of drops in that first half. They had about four or five drop passes in that first half where if these guys make these catches, these are points. What I'm telling you is, is Baker is motivated. He likes the, he likes the, he likes how the how the oven is making his products right now. The Lions are in trouble. The Lions and the Ravens are in trouble this week. Especially the Lions. The Ravens is more of a long shot because of their rust. But the Lions, this is just going to come down to the Buccaneers' defense is going to be able to stop that run game. They're going to be able to cause Jared Goff into some turnovers. If Baker Mayfield continues to play the way he... This is all contingent on Baker. This all is about Baker because we are in Baker's bakery. If we if Baker can do it right, he'll beat the Lions. He'll be in the NFC Championship. Because I'm telling you, the Lions defense is they cannot stop these receivers. They cannot stop this run game. But I'm especially talking about Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Trey Palmer, Kate Otten. I told you once, I'll tell you again, if you're throwing to those four, that's a good receiving core. Lamar Jackson needs a receiving core like that. Then he'll have no excuse. Baker has no excuse because he has that receiving core. A solid offensive line. A solid defense backing him up. All he has to do is put up more points. 35 points, folks. And he had about four or five drops in that first half where when you look at the film, you're like, wow, if they make these catches, this game gets really, really ugly. Like, it gets really ugly. Like, Mui Tufeo. Really ugly. That's what it gets. But here we are. So I like the Buccaneers in this game. Moving on, last game, the Chiefs and the Bills. I like good football. I hope this game is not won by the officials. I hope the game's not won by the NFL. I hope the game's not won by the sports books. I hope the game is won for you and me, the people. I hope this game is won for the people. Too many times. Too many times. And this Mahomes and Allen Mahomes and Burrow, Burrow and Allen. Too many times we look back and we say, fucking refs, 
Fucking refs. Like, no, I'm done with the refs, dude. I'm done. I am totally over you guys. Just stop it. Let us watch good football. Let us watch two MVP caliber guys go at it. Let us see some points. Please. We're not going to have any weather. Don't screw this up, officials. Please. Let us see a good football game. That's what we want. We don't want anything else. I don't care who wins this game. I just want a good game. If there's any game out of all four of these games, and I've given you some predictions, I've, I, I, I've, I've, I've spilled my heart out to you today, folks. But if there's any game that has a chance just to be an all-time barn burner, an all-time divisional round, just wow, did you see that game? It's this one. Chiefs and Bills, man. And we deserve it. NFL, do not take this from us. Sports books, do not take this from us. Referees, do not take this from us. We deserve this shit, man. We deserve a good AFC battle between these damn quarterbacks. We not going to have them forever. Hell, there's an AFC quarterback right now we would love to see in this battle. His name is Justin Herbert, but we don't, we don't know if we'll ever see him in the playoffs. Joe Burrow, honestly, man, I don't... The Bengals can't find a lineman for him. So we don't know if we're, we got these two this year. Let us watch it, please. That's it, man. That's it. I don't... That's it, man. I expect Stefan Diggs to do something. It's going to be tough because no Gabe Davis. Big game Dave, huh? No game Davis. He's not playing. So you're going to be looking at a lot of Josh Allen's legs again. James Cook, Josh Allen's legs. They're going to try to take a shot with Diggs whenever they can. They're going to use those two tight ends. Look for Hardy. Um, I think Shakir maybe. Look for those two to get involved. On the flip side, look for the look for the look for the cheat Rice. Rice and Kelsey and Pacheco. The big three. Look for those three to get it going. Look for Kansas City to run the ball. They, I mean, they're gonna try to keep this game close. But I don't care. Honestly, folks. I don't care about breaking this game down. I just want a good game. Seriously. You don't want to hear me babble about it. We just want a good game. Allen's revenge. I want to see a good game, and if the man wins, let him win. But this is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. This is number three of the three. You know how it be. Three of three. And this is how we do it, folks. It was great. It was a great week. We're going to come back at you again next week. And guess what? I'll see you guys again tomorrow, because tomorrow, what are we going to talk? We're going to talk gambling. We're going to talk gambling tomorrow, folks. We're going to talk some gambling, all right? Remember to follow us on Instagram, that guy Jig. And uh, remember to su- subscribe, rate, and review. Amazon, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. And listen, if you're gambling tonight and you are in a bet legal state, Michael Porter Jr., first basket, Boston Celtics versus, uh, versus Denver. I mean, uh, Bo- yeah, Boston Celtics versus Denver. We're going to go Michael Porter Jr. first basket for the Nuggets. And on the, on, on the Celtics side, 
on the Celtics side, Derek White. And once again, this is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Peace.